0: What's cracking? Big dogs. Shit. Stuck. It's Monday, which means we are mocking, baby. On Underdog Fantasy, the single greatest place to draft this summer. If you're not on it already, download the Underdog Fantasy app. It is the first link in the description. It is the first link pinned in the live chat. It'll be the first link pinned in the comment section. Okay? It's not just mock drafting. It's best ball drafts. So, you're competing in leagues where you actually win money. When you deposit on Underdog Fantasy, when you deposit on Underdog Fantasy, all you got to throw down is $10. If you use the promo code BDGE, this is Big Dogs Gotta Eat, BDGE. My name's Nicholas. This is a terrible intro, a terrible welcome. If you're new to the channel, hello, consider subscribing. Don't consider, just fucking do it. Underdog Fantasy, download the app, use the promo code BDGE. And they're going to give you $25 for free. I don't know what they're doing in their accounting department. I'm not sure how the math works or how it adds up for them. But the $25 is going to just get thrown on top of your 10. So if you throw down 10 using the promo code BDGE, when you deposit, when you sign up on Underdog Fantasy, they're going to give you $35. Okay, you're going to have $35 in your account. Thus, thus. If so facto, you can do 12 of these drafts, 12 $3 drafts. We're about to get into it. Let's roll the platform. And there we are. So we started our own private draft. And if you're in our Discord, if you're in our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash boydoyjoyoy, you get first access. You get first access to get into these drafts. So I set the link into Discord. So we had eight people join. All right, let me throw it on Twitter real quick. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Nickercolano. Boom, tweet. Need eleven cowards and or peasants for the live draft. That should get it done. So we'll chill out again. If y'all are uh, new to the channel, subscribe. What's going on in the chat right now? Calendar on July. Nick, why you got your calendar on? Ju- Lauren, it's not actually on July. This is a, a this is a calendar that's like the entire year, but I actually cut out what are the 2 months before june um may april may so april and may were here but i cut them out cuz it didn't fit with where my whiteboard was <coughs> um so waiting for one person to oh there we go we filled so uh it's only those left so it wasn't actually in the picture so june is in the top right here and it's july august september don't be coming at me with that shit nice setup thank you uh thank you ricardo just download it. Let's go, Kelly. Let's go, Kelly. Mike Vic 101. Fact, not opinion. What's cracking, Ryan? All right. So we are kicking off from yo, have you got oh, I'm the 104. Beautiful. I like that spot. I like that spot. Last couple spots we've got uh we've had the 112 in the other drafts. I've had the 112 in the other draft. Uh filled. Sorry, y'all. I tell you what, no one's got more fucking clout on underdog than myself. We we throw it out there and it's boom. Bing, bang, boom. Is the is the live stream working right now? Oh, we are live. We're big live. Okay, so I'm sitting at the 104. This is a 12-team draft. The draft is going to start in 10 seconds. And this is half PPR. Are you from Jersey? Of course I'm from Jersey. Frank. Frank's what do you think you, you can't move like this with your hands while you talk. You can't, you can't do that. You simply can't do it if you were born in any region outside of the little New Jersey looking one in the northeast corner of the world. Of the country, whatever. Um <coughs> 104 best ball. You draft 18 players. This is an 18 round draft, fast draft, 30 seconds, and it automatically starts the best players at each position each week. One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, and one sexy flexi. We are sitting here at the 104, and we're gonna have to decide between Saquon and Alvin Kamara. I have a feeling we'll see what C Spen does. Maybe he doesn't go with Alvin Cook. Uh, But we have C Mac off the board at the 101. We have Derrick Henry at the 102. I, I haven't had a lot of a lot of uh, spots at the 104. Okay, so I'm sitting here. The top three guys are off the board. Those would be my first three running backs for sure. And I'm, I'm deciding between Saquon and Alvin Kamara. And uh, I'll probably end up going with Saquon here simply because he's Saquon motherfucking Barkley. Like, are we kidding here? Uh, I do. I mean, there are obvious concerns with him coming back from the injury. Does he get a full slate of snaps for the first month of the season? I I don't know. Who knows? Does anyone know? Does anyone know anything realistically in fantasy football? Fucking no. So, um, <clears throat> Now, on, on the real, though, I think he'll be back after in full strength for like a month or so. After a month or so. And Alvin Kamara, we just don't know what the quarterback situation is there, man. I think he's a little bit riskier than we're giving him credit for. Um, so I think both players come with risk. Outside of that, I think Saquon dropping to the 104 is like the risk involved. I think, I think that's his teardrop. He drops to the 104 because of um because of the risk involved with the injury. We just have eight running backs off the board. Kamara, Cam Akers at the 106. I see you guys have taken uh what I said to heart. Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb. One thing I do wanna I, I do want to <clears throat> talk about with Cam Akers here. One thing I do want to talk about with Cam Akers here is I get the upside. Like you're picking him at his upside in 106, and I'm very much on board with that upside being real. His upside is very, very, very real, okay? In this Rams offense, it's going to set him up for a lot of success. There's always going to be risk involved. I don't think any risk is being factored into Cam Akers. What if he's just not that good? What if Darrell Henderson plays uh, a little bit more of a role there? Like, while I'm letting you know that the upside is extremely real, is league-winning upside, I still think you need to factor in a little risk when it comes to Cam Akers. So let's not get crazy. I do think he's going to be around my RB6 to my RB8, my season-long rankings, which will drop – Within the next couple weeks, and get access to them on BDGE.store or become a Patreon member. <clears throat> whatever, whatever. So we have ten running backs off the rip. Akers at six, Taylor at seven, Chubby at eight, Zeke at nine, Aaron Jones at ten, Travis Kelsey at eleven, Tyree Kill at twelve, Austin Eckler at two one. I hear a lot of people really uh really falling in love with Mr. Austin Eckler this year. And I've been a, I've been a, a big fan of Austin Eckler. For the last couple of years, I actually own a lot of Austin Eckler in Dynasty, um, because of the fact it's, been, it's pretty it's worked out pretty well, right? When you when you draft Austin Eckler in the 11th, 12th round a couple of years ago, it's worked out pretty pretty good ROI. You look at Austin Eckler in the situation in LA, and this offense has has whew, very high ceiling. They could be one of the best offenses in the NFL. You got Justin Herbert coming into his second year um we know he's high flying we know he can he can bring the gun out onto the field no police needed and this is going to be an offense that builds itself around Herbert's strengths and that's fast pace that's hurry up remember playing at Oregon a lot of spread offense and they're already talking about that a lot of the reports are, are talking about building an offense around the pace that they want to have with him and when you have Keenan Allen when you have You know, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. It's going to be a really, really exciting offense. So I want a lot of pieces of this offense. I want a lot of Herbert. I want a lot of Keenan Allen. I want a lot of Austin Eckler. And you know, they add Corey Lindsley. They use their first round pick on an offensive lineman. Uh, Corey Lindsley was like an all pro center, one of the best centers in the NFL, and uh, and that should be great for both Herbert and Austin Eckler. Um, When you look at Austin Eckler's pace with Herbert under center last year, he was on pace for like 135 targets. So. Um, don't be surprised if Austin Eckler has a like Aaron Jones type season in him. And now I am on the board at the 2 9, and this is a disgusting spot. This is the worst spot in the draft to be in. Would have loved Ridley, would have loved Diggs, would have loved any of these guys. And now I'm sitting here with my finger all the way up. I thought I was going to say up my ass, but I'm going to say just up because it's a great day to be alive. Here, um, you know what? You know what? The disrespect on Devontae Adams has gone too far. Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. Fact, not a fucking opinion. Okay, and if that happens, then we're looking at a little nice little stack there. Uh, the problem with the rest of the picks here is they all stink. Okay, you don't want AJ Brown right now because Julio is obviously added to the mix, and AJ Brown's ceiling, AJ Brown's ceiling of like 140 or 150 targets, just evaporated overnight, as did my heart and soul with Julio leaving. So, with uh, with AJ Brown, he drops down from like the wide receiver three, four, five ish range in redraft to. Eh, I don't know, back end wide receiver one, maybe like a wide receiver eight to 12 range. So maybe a little bit middle, but probably more back end. And I'm not comfortable taking him in my mid second round pick right now. Um, if you want a full breakdown, if you want a full breakdown of um of the Julio Jones trade, I did one on my channel yesterday. I'll try to link it in the description afterwards. I usually forget to link things when I say that. So I probably won't actually do that. But it's on my channel. Go look at Julio Jones, the last video that we put out. Talks about Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Tannehill, um, you know, Derrick Henry, Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, all that kind of bullshit. So, um, yeah, Devontae Adams, the reason I would take a guy like Devontae Adams here, I've talked about this a lot. When you are drafting an underdog, when you're drafting best ball teams right now, if you are looking at promiscuous players, if you're looking at players where, you know, their ADP based on one thing happening is going to, uh, change really really drastically depending on whatever happens if they're being drafted at like the best case scenario <clears throat> you don't take that player if they're being drafted at you know a lower value like Devonte adams so if, if aaron Rodgers, we know if he reports to like training camp or whatever Devonte adams shoots back up to a first round pick so you're taking value there and uh and you just love to see it now, I'm sitting at the 3-4. We have Miles Sanders, who I don't have a lot of shares of right now because I just think that situation is messy. Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen are like my favorite value picks in the third round. I do like them above. Um, I'm, I'm going with Keenan Allen, man. I really, really like him above these guys. And I will show y'all why. Let me go to the Twitter sphere. This is a tweet I put out yesterday. Maybe it was yesterday. Maybe it was four days ago. I start to lose my mind on the weekends. Let me move my ass over here. make sure you're following me on on the Twitter. gonna delete this tweet I don't like keeping spam on the t l. so if you dismiss week one where Tyrod was under center and then week fifteen. Keenan Allen played 25% of the snaps because he left with a hamstring injury. He also left week five really fucking early, too. I did not even count that in these pace. But if you take those two games out, which won't be relevant to this year, Keenan Allen's 16-game pace last year, 181 targets, 126 catches, 1,250 receiving yards, 11 touchdowns. He is being wildly disrespected as Justin Herbert is about to come into his prime this offense is going to be much more fast paced without Anthony Lynn. Like Keenan Allen is going to be probably the single best value in fantasy drafts. Like Michael Thomas, I think is right there as well, but I I'm starting to like Keenan Allen more. I mean, he's going to be really, really high in my rankings. And again, you take week five out of there where he also left with an injury and I'm pretty sure he's on like a pace for 195 targets, something fucking absurd. Um, So yeah, with, with Hunter Henry out, Keenan Allen's gonna be even more of a you know a touchdown guy. I don't know, man. I don't know. The third round for Keenan Allen is just out of control. So we have DK at three five, Sanders at three six, CD Lamb at three seven. Ooh, so he's starting to go above Cooper now. That's Senate. That's yeah. I expect the fuckboy boy stuff out of Senate. Patrick Mahomes three eight, Julio at three nine. Ooh, so you like Julio more in Tennessee? Interesting. So you like Julio in the third round instead of the fourth round of Tennessee, which I cannot get behind. I do think Julio is going to be just like every bit of Julio that he was. Um, but this is just a, a much lower passing volume offense. Like Atlanta, Matt Ryan led the league in pass attempts last year. Ryan Tannehill was probably like twenty-fourth. Actually, let's look that shit up. Let's look that let's look that tang up. If Aaron Rodgers is back, I'm getting I'm getting three hundred and twenty five targets between these two wide receivers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be bike. Big fucking bike Quarterbacks Let's filter it by Attempts Matt Ryan, 626 attempts last year, led the league. Ryan Sannehill, 481 attempts, 18th in the NFL. That is a full 140 fewer targets in the offense that Julio is going over to. That is a problem. Will Julio still be efficient? Extremely, extremely Kyler Murray at the four six. Let's bring up the board. Actually, let me make my pick and then we'll bring up the board and look it over and I'll tell you how bad all of Senate's picks have been. So this I mean, this is the other reason why you hate taking wide receivers early, because there's just like nobody else sitting here that you really like. I do like Mike Davis. Oh, there he goes. He just got a Snizzy sniped on me. Kyle Pitts at uh, Kyle Pitts here. I'm starting to like Kyle Pitts now that we know Julio's gone at the end of the fourth, early fifth round. Um, I'll probably, I'd rather take him on the flip. I'd rather take somebody here uh, instead of doing that. Man, the running backs and the wide receivers are okay. I'm probably just going to keep going with r- wide receivers here because I don't see a lot of value in running backs. DJ Moore, Robert Woods, Chris Godwin. These are all like the same to me. I feel like they're all going to finish within like a half a point. Robert Woods. I think I like Chris Godwin more, man. I don't know why. I like I like Chris Godwin a lot this year. Um how he finished last year, he was pretty pretty highly targeted from Brady down the stretch the last couple of games of the season, as well as the uh as well as in the playoffs. So I think Chris Godwin actually might be Brady's go to guy. Um DJ Moore, you know, I've already talked about that. It's gonna be probably a slow paced offense in Carolina and uh and I don't know. DJ Moore's just been pretty wildly disappointing. Uh Robert Woods I don't know, dude. I like Cooper Cup more than Robert Woods, I think. Um, So I'd probably take him over Woods there if I were to take one of them. But now I know Cooper Cup's not going to get back to me because someone listening to the live stream, whoever's in the draft, is going to now take Cooper Cup. Definitely going to be T-Rock because T-Rock's kind of a cunt too. What's going on in the Twitter world? Let's see what nodies nodies and nudes we got going on. Let's get out of Twitter. Jamar Chase at the four eleven. I just can't. I just can't get behind it. Oh, tomorrow's video. Tomorrow's video is my my Safi seconds episode. We are continuing on the Safi seconds, and um, we went over Antonio Gibson and T Higgins. Just filmed that like twenty minutes before the stream, and it will be going up at five a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Oh, good pick, Gaskin. t Rock. I was gonna go with Gaskin there. I was gonna go with Gaskin there. Uh, but now we could still go with one of the LA receivers. I just there's just like no value sitting here at running back, man. I just I Travis Etienne just seems like the easiest player to know that you're about to be disappointed. Uh, there's just no way I'm taking him in the fourth, early fifth round, unless there's an injury to James Robinson or something. Yep, so there he goes. He takes cup. I'm actually going to take Kareem Hunt here. <clears throat> I do not have any shares. I, I have a very few shares of Kareem Hunt. At the end of the day, I mean, he's a floor player. He is a player who is running behind an elite offensive line in a team that's going to be extremely, extremely run heavy. So while we love Nick Chubb, I don't hate Kareem Hunt for best ball. I do not hate Kareem Hunt for best ball because he'll have his weeks and uh, I don't need to worry about when I'm going to need to start him. He'll just be in the lineup. That's the beautiful part about Underdog. It's a beautiful part about Underdog. If you're not already signed up for Underdog Fantasy, Please, please. This is a $5 draft. So the top three teams are going to win money, right? You only draft. You only draft on underdog. You don't do waiver wire. You don't do trades. You don't do in-season pickups or nothing like that. You just do the fun part of fantasy football, which is drafting. And then you come bike in January and you collect your winnings. That's what I love about underdog. And basically you're not paying shit because you're getting $25 absolutely free if you use the promo code BDGE when you throw down 10 bucks on underdog. Link to the app store right in the description. Man, I yelled a lot this weekend and it's absolutely killing me. That's what happens. God, the fantasy gods strike down on me when I yell. You can't yell. I, tell, I say, why are you yelling? And then I fucking yell in it. <clears throat> and then it kills me. Robert Woods, Dak Prescott, Deontay Johnstein. Do you think Javante Williams takes over that backfield? Uh, I mean, like, they drafted him to be that guy. They drafted him to be that guy. Um... So I think, like, eventually, yes, but people are going to get way too high on him way too early. Like, it probably won't happen until, like, week 8, week 10 or something. So he's not, like, a pick I want in the fifth round at all. Hunt finished as an RB1, was just as productive when Chubb was healthy. Yeah, that's, like, not a good arguing point this year because, uh like, eight RB1s last year that were drafted as RB1s were not healthy. Like, Hunt would have been, like, the running back probably 18 or 20 or something. And those uh, low-end RB2s do not move the needle in fantasy football, and he was not as good as Nick Chubb when they were healthy. The The last half of the year, Nick Chubb absolutely dominated. Uh, points per game, it was Chubb over um, Kareem Hunt by almost two points per game. Uh, actually, it was by four points per game. If you see right here, uh, let me move my ass. Um Nick Chubb, 16.6 fantasy points per game. Kareem Hunt, 12 and a half. The only reason Kareem Hunt was in RB1 last year was, again, because most of the top guys were hurt for a significant portion of the year. But when you go by points per game, Kareem Hunt drops down to running back 22 in half PPR. Um, obviously, you could take out Mixon, Christian McCaffrey, Antonio Williams because they do not meet the threshold. And Antonio Williams, I didn't even know, was an, uh, an NFL player. So... Therefore, uh, Cream Hunt's probably around the RB20, but again, that does not move the needle. So no, comparing those two together is what gets you absolutely fucked in fantasy. Sorry, Rego, didn't mean to make it personal, but but you made it personal. Yeah, Chris, not the ideal strategy, but that's what that's what it looks like is that's what it looks like is happening this year when you have a back end of the second round pick, like when you pick early in the first round. My my least favorite spot I've I've realized is the 104 by far because the 104 you get the worst pick of the top running backs, the top elite running backs, the ones with the most risk like Barkley and Kamara. Um, and then you have to basically take a wide receiver in the second round because it's like you're either taking a wide receiver or you're reaching on guys like DeAndre Swift or Miles Sanders. And I'm not doing that in the second round. I'd rather just have a consistent piece. Um, so that's my least favorite spot. My favorite spot so far in drafts has definitely been the 111 or 112 because you get two running backs. You usually get some pair of like Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler or, you know, even like Joe Mixon or Antonio Gibson or guys like that. You get two RB1s. Uh, Najee Harris whatever you want to do and then on the back end on like the 312 4 one you get your choice of like some nice wide receivers you get Staxi Lamb Amari Cooper Terry McLaurin sometimes like Keenan Allen even falls to you there which is insane to me uh, so now we're sitting here at the 6-9 a nice. uh, let's see let's see oh don't be timing out on me 6-9 I will never ever touch Odell Beckham Okay, here's the thing. You we need to stop letting Jalen Hurts fall. We, it just needs to stop happening. It just needs to stop happening. This guy, his his floor is like the quarterback six, and his upside is just like thirty-five point fantasy weeks. Guys, Jalen Hurts needs to stop being disrespected. Like we're gonna we're taking we're taking Robbie Anderson, who's gonna be like the wide receiver twenty-seven this year, over Jalen Hurts, who has the upside of being wide receiver one. Wide receiver one. Uh, I swear I'm going to show the board after my next pick. Actually, I know what I'm going to do with my next pick if if it lets me do this. Oh, wait. Did I already... Oh, wait. Never mind, actually. Oh, we good. Odell Beckham, Debo Samuel let me move me back here. So this is a squad so far. We have Jalen Hurts, Saquon, Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin. I think it's really well rounded. I think it's a really really solid start so far. And the other thing to notice is you have you have you start three wide receivers and only two running backs. So you're obviously going to go with a little more volume at the wide receiver position. There's also a flex spot, so don't don't necessarily it's not super flex though. It's one quarterback. So don't necessarily like zone in on wow, all these running backs that we liked as late round guys are starting to go super early. Damian Harris, Leonard Fournette were both eighth, ninth, tenth round picks just like two weeks ago. It's funny seeing these. See, this is why you got to stay up to date. This is why you got to be doing underdog drafts all summer because you start to see the trends of all the players, man. Like we single handedly start to push these players up, and it's crazy. And I'm gonna do something that you guys I think Devontae Smith, I love this stack, hurts and Devontae Smith. There is no reason why Devontae Smith won't have 110 targets as a rookie. There's no he's gonna he's gonna be the wide receiver one immediately in Philadelphia. And what passing options do they have there? Is literally Devontae Smith and like Dallas Goddard. I think we're thinking too hard about this. I think Devontae Smith um, is going to have so many fucking targets this year, bro. I think he's going to go really, really nuts, and I'm starting to draft him a lot in the 7th, 8th round of best ball drafts. I took him now because he's not going to fall to me later because um, I don't have another pick for 20 picks or whatever, and I wanted that little Jalen Hurts-Devontae Smith stack. I think he's going so, so underrated. Let me pull up the board for you guys. There you go. So you guys can see the board. What's going on there? Um, let me take some questions. Where should Miles Sanders ADP this year? I think he's going about where he should go. I think like the end of the third round is correct. It, it factors in both the risk and the upside. Uh, the upside is that he's a very good running back. And we saw last year he was breaking away like 80-yard runs, and he could do that. We also saw last year he had trouble staying on the field. Anytime he got over like 20 touches, um, we don't know how many dump offs Jalen hurts is going to have as a mobile quarterback. We usually see that number dip off because their first instinct as athletes is not to look at the guy next to him to check down. It is to actually take off. Um, so this is going to be a run heavy team probably. And uh, Devontae Smith is going to take a lot of targets and uh Miles Sanders, just to put it frankly, was fucking terrible at catching passes last year. I do think he's a good athlete and we saw the year prior that he was great. So I'm not really going to like hold that against him, but yeah, Miles Sanders, listen, uh, I don't think any any players should be looked at as black and white. I think you take risk with reward, and, uh, and Miles Sanders in the third round is is about correct. I probably won't own too many shares of him um, because we saw what the risk was last year, but I do think he has a lot of upside. I do think, um, I mean, the players that they brought in, yes, there are a lot of like names and a lot of fucking fluff being thrown around there, But uh, but realistically, I mean, it's... Kenny Gainwell's a fifth round pick carry on Johnson. I mean, he's just a 23 year old version of what Todd Gurley is right now has one fucking knee. And I wouldn't be surprised if he got cut before the season. So I'm not, I'm not worried about like competition, but you know, if each one of those guys chips away, two touches a game, it becomes a problem for miles Sanders. Right. Cause all, all of a sudden his volume goes from 20 down to 15. And, uh, and, we, and we don't love that. We do not love it. All right. Uh, also, what I don't love is the fact that there are 320 people watching 320 people staring at my fucking ugly face and only 41 thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up button, people. I realize that when you're on YouTube and when you're on the Internet, you need to be told to do things, unfortunately. Like, I, you know, if I'm watching a live stream, I, I don't think to hit the thumbs up button either. So I ask you kindly as the most kindly possible way I could ask hit the thumbs up button please and if you're new to the channel if you're first time watching please consider consider with your deepest condolences subscribing to the channel and signing up on underdog fantasy of course all right we're going to go bike to the actual draft stream let's see what we got i'm 3 picks away and we have four wide receivers we have two running bikes. Let's see what we got at the running back position here. I have no shares. Oh, oh, oh. I know what we're about to finna about to do here. I know what we're finna about to do. I'm not going to say it, though, because I know y'all are watching me. I know y'alls is watching me. Why does it always feel like my YouTube fans are watching me? When I live stream. Oh, oh, you motherfucker, Glizzy, Glizzy, Glizzy. God, you're a piece of shit. I was going to go with the triple stack. I was going to go with the Hertz, Goddard, Devontae Smith stack and just rack up 60% of the tar. Damn, that would have been a beautiful stack. One of my favorite stacks right now. If you could pull it off, Hertz, Goddard, Devontae Smith is a beautiful stack. I'm really, really upset with you, Glizzy. Because now I got to take a shitty ass, a shitty ass shithole hole running back and i don't like any of the tight ends this early but i would have liked goddard because i think Ertz is going to end up in indy oh i love these fucking quarterbacks too i don't like to take two quarterbacks too early though this is kind of ugly now this is pretty ugly uh ronald jones is sitting there i kind of like ronald jones just because uh, i like leonard fournette but as i said in the video that i made a couple weeks ago i like both of them this is just a backfield that you want pieces of and uh and ronald jones will end up with like 180 carries this year and if he takes the goal line work which not out of the range of outcomes because Leonard Fournette's been one of the Leonard Fournette like actually has been one of the least efficient goal line backs, I think, in the history of the NFL. He was one for nine last year, literally converted one goal line carry out of nine into touchdowns. And um and uh and the year before that on Jacksonville, I'm pretty sure he was like two for fucking fifty five. You know what's f- bullshit? I asked you guys to hit the thumbs up and f- five people hit the thumbs down. Honestly, I respect that. I'd probably do the same thing. Uh, We took Ronald Jones. I was deciding between Ronald Jones and Zach Moss. Uh, Zach Moss, like, I don't really love him as a player, but he was a little bit better than I think people are giving him credit for. We talked about this in a video, I think the late-round running back video last week. Um, And they didn't add anything to that backfield. So it's going to be Zach Moss, and it's going to be Singletary, and that's an offense, again, just like Tampa Bay that you want pieces of. You want pieces of, and I need more pieces at the running back position So we're talking about like league winning running backs here. Uh, Pollard obviously has the most upside, but like you're literally just saying like Tony Pollard is a zero. He's a two in your lineup if Zeke doesn't get hurt. So I don't really like drafting guys that early. They don't have standalone value on their own right. And. uh, Same with like AJ Dillon, probably not going to have much of a role. I mean, he'll have a role, but like not a great role unless Aaron Jones gets hurt. This is where we capitalize on fucking Gus Bus, baby. Gus Bus and and Dobbins are probably going to split carries like straight up 50 50. So I love that for Gus. He'll be a guy I draft a lot of. I'm surprised Michael Carter's ADP is this high. Like, at the end of the day, like, yes, he's, like, fun and he's exciting, super agile, and I think he'll be good this year for football. But, like, I mean, he's still in the Jets' offense. Like, there's still a shitty offensive line with a rookie quarterback, and, like, we don't know what, the, what their offense is going to be. He could be terrible. He can average 3.6 yards per carry. Yeah, he might get, like, four targets a game. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just don't know. I just don't know what the fuck y'all are doing where are you trying to take running back Harris this year in the later round torn him and Mike Davis this year what's too early okay so Mike Davis I really like his his uh, ADP of like early fifth round that's a guy that I would be capitalizing on a lot in these drafts um, he's one of the few guys in the middle rounds that I actually like feel pretty good about and then uh, Harris was a guy that I was drafting so much in the eighth ninth round couple weeks ago and now you're seeing him going to the sixth round so that becomes a little more risque for that for for that to make sense i want to see more reports of him taking all the first string carries and stuff Uh, i want to make sure he's the solidified starter there and he's not splitting work with sony michelle or Ramondre or stevenson um so sixth round gets a little bit spicy though i'm still not against it uh seventh eighth round would be a lot more ideal for damian harris this early in the offseason I took Carson in round three and reached a little bit because of what you've been saying about running backs and what have you said about Carson. Yeah, round three Carson makes too much sense. On the clock, Nick. Don't tell me what to do, Matt. Mateus. All right, yeah, I get it. This
1: is the story of the one.
0: that Jalen Hurts is the wide receiver instead of Devontae Smith. Real fucking funny. Bunch of comedians in this. In your opinion, who's winning this draft so far? Um, Definitely me. Having not seen anyone else's teams, just me, 100%. As a Philly fan, the optimism is never there going into a season. That's why we're reserved about our offense. I mean, you should be because, I mean, the offense has been pumped up for like five years in a row. But this year, I feel like it's – it's. I mean, it's not underrated. I don't think it's going to be that good of an offense, but we know it's going to be a funnel. Like, we know – like, what weapons does Philly have on offense? It's Jalen Hurts running the ball. Like, Goddard is what he is. He's like Hunter Henry, whatever. Um, But then it's Devontae Smith, man. I feel like Devontae Smith is just lined up to lead the NFL rookies and targets for sure. When's the earliest you draft T Higgins? Uh, fifth middle, middle to end of the fifth round, probably. But with T Higgins, actually, I just filmed uh, again. I just filmed the video on T Higgins, so I'm kind of fresh and raw. Uh, T Higgins is a guy you just know what you're getting with him, right? He's a low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three. He's going to go seventy for a thousand, and depending on his touchdown luck, if he goes with six touchdowns, he'll finish as a wide receiver three. If he ends up with like nine to ten touchdowns this year, he'll finish as a, a nice wide receiver two. I just don't think the, the range of outcomes is not very high with T Higgins, and that's good because you know what you're getting when you draft him. wide receiver two three that's his floor no it's like that but that's who he's been like his his, his no stop I'm, i don't actually have the energy to to talk about obj right now i just don't have it oh we got a little super chat action in here someone's to fucking diversify the revenue for me from brandon meador is trading Diggs in a 2022 20, second for Kittle, chris carson and brandon cooks a good trade in dynasty um it's not a bad trade, uh, especially if you're in win now mode, because Chris Carson's value could plummet by the end of next year or the end of this year. Cooks is kind of up in the. Air. I don't hate it. I think it's. I think it's a fair trade. I'd rather that second be a third if possible, but I think it's. Uh, I think. I think it's fair for both sides. Copyright Scott. Um. Okay, so we are bike on the clock. Ah shit. Ah shitters. I'm so pissed that you took fucking Dallas Goddard before. Let's go, uh, yeah, let's run up. Oh, you know what? Actually, Russell Gage is sitting there. Russell Gage is, I don't even like Russell Gage more than Darnell Mooney. I don't know why I did that. That's a sucker fucking move I just did. It's a sucker move. Fucking recency bias of Julio moving as if we didn't know that was going to happen. Russell Gage is not even a good outside wide receiver. Don't know why I just picked him. I I would have probably rather had Darnell Mooney, and now we're going to have to take a tight end. This stinks. This stinks. Nick, you stink. I stink. Fuck. How is best ball draft ADP similar or different to redraft ADP? Uh, to be honest with you, it's it's I, it's really no different. People are like, oh, it's different. I, no, no. People. The only thing people say is like, oh, I'd rather have them in best ball. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm, gonna, I'm about to go in on this. I don't know if I talked about it last week or not, so maybe I'm just being uh, repetitive. But I, ha- I have a take on this. I have a take. It's a fucking strong. It's an Arnold Schwarzenegger strong type take. And I'm pissed. I'm yelling about it. I'm fucking ready to yell. Do we have a quarterback? Yeah, we got Hurts. That's right. I mean, Cole, Devontae. Ugh, this is an ugly group of receivers left. We're going to sit on that for a minute. Let's see what other running backs. I usually cap my team at five running backs. But since we're kind of weak up top, I might go with a fifth one here and just finish it off. Latavius, Darrell Henderson, Na'im Hines. I don't, hate, I don't hate Naeem Hines or Jamal Williams. I think both of them will catch a bunch of passes. J.D. McKissick there. Who do you guys like here out of the running backs left? Darrell Henderson, Murray, Hines, Jamal Williams. Uh, I kind of like Darrell Henderson. I think i will have a little bit of standalone value. And if something does happen to Cam Akers, we saw him get banged up a little bit last year. I mean, Henderson's got real, real, really high upside without Malcolm Brown there. So I'm going to go with Henderson, though. I don't feel great about it. Um. OK, so when people say like best ball versus redraft, people are always like, I like him more in best ball. And they usually talk about that with guys who have like boom weeks like Nicole Hardman, Deshaun Jackson, those type of players, because you don't have to decide when to start him. I would say the players that are better in best ball are, are also are actually the earlier round picks like dudes who are inconsistent, but are early round picks are the ones that you would rather take in best ball, because when you draft a guy in the first two, three, four rounds, you feel obligated to start them every week, right? You draft a guy in the third round, you're starting him for the first eight weeks of the season unless he is absolutely terrible, no questions asked. That's a guy I'd rather have in best ball because you can can invest early round capital into him and not feel like you need to start him. Where people are like, oh, I'd rather have him in best ball. Those are like the 12th, 13th round picks. I disagree because he's sitting on your bench and redraft anyways. If he pops off, then you have the decision whether or not to start him. And he's probably fucking fake popping off right he's gonna have one good game and he's probably doing you a favor by not being in your mind saying oh i need to start this guy because he was a 12th round fucking redraft pick the early round picks are the ones that fuck you over because you always feel like you need to start them okay so like dj Moore, gonna be inconsistent early round pick you're gonna keep starting him week in and week out every week you're gonna start dj Moore because you picked him in the third or fourth round whereas he's probably better in best ball the adp though i think is not different at all People could spin their fucking wheels about how how it's different. It's not. It's fake news. Fake fucking news. This is just the sharpest ADP you're going to find because these are real. These are money drafts. Everyone's paying to be in the draft here on underdog. So, therefore, they're taking it seriously. Whereas, you know, you can go on sleeper and do mock drafts and the ADP is good, but like by the sixth round, half the players, half the people are out and it's just computers doing auto picks. Everyone should subscribe too. Facts. If you're not subscribed, hit the fucking button that says subscribe, please. Please. My whole livelihood is based on it. What are your thoughts on Joe Burrow this year? Uh I hate where he's going right now. Like he's going he was going um he's going ahead of Tom Brady. He's going ahead of a lot of players that I like a lot more. I think Burrow is a little bit risky this year. Coming off the AC the late, the late season ACL tear. Still doesn't have a good offensive line. Um, I don't know. I I'm just no, just no. Points per game wise, he was like not that good last year. He had two good games against Cleveland, and the rest of his games were fucking absolute shite. So uh, he's he's like my least favorite pick at the quarterback position right now, based on his ADP. He's like the quarterback eight or nine, and I just I just can't get behind that. How is Pollard going over to Gus bus Yeah, because everyone just says the same thing. Tony Pollard, if Zeke gets hurt. Like, I can't believe people listen to that bullshit. If he gets hurt, like, thank you fucking for stating the most obvious thing besides snacks' is cholesterol. Is that of is, is that unhealthy, possibly going to kill him level in the next two years? Which rookie more do you like more in Dynasty? Uh... Really close, I'm going to say Elijah Moore. I just have, like, very little faith that Rondell Moore is going to be used as, like, a real wide receiver in Arizona. All right, wow, I'm really behind on these comments. They're so far down. Good morning, Hank. What up, JL? Would you rather take Chark or any of the three Bengals wide receivers? Uh, I I would take Higgins over Chark. I would take... I would probably take Jamar Chase. I would probably take Jamar Chase and DJ and uh, Higgins over DJ Chark, but I would not take Tyler Boyd over DJ Chark. I always feel like somebody. All right, let's see where we're sitting at. What kind of stacks can we get at quarterback? The least appealing stack I've ever seen—a Matt Ryan and, and Russell Gage stack. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We are not going to do that. Uh, we got the Philly stack. We can't get Green Bay. I'm just going to sit on that for a little while. Let's see what wide receivers we want. Mims, Paris Campbell, Brashad Perriman. Ooh, did Amon Ra already go off the board? Or did I just out myself as a fraud? Oh, no. Oh, no. Let's go with Mims. Let's go. I still got faith in Mims. Being a player. Being a baller. All right. Fucking sick. Fucking. I don't want Matt Ryan. Nobody wants Matt Ryan. Nobody wants Matt Ryan. Shouldn't even be in the fucking draft queue. God damn it. I gotta go take my vitamins. I'm gonna have a heart attack. I ain't gonna leave you like that. Vitamin D can wait. It's absurd. Alright, well I wanted Denzel Mims. Now I'm not gonna get him probably. Senate took him. How early did Senate take him? Of course, Senate took him. Of course, fucking Senate took him. How how early did this man go? Jesus Christ. The 10 6, huh? Before Darnell Mooney, before Rashad Bateman. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. T Rock, you're a cunt. Um. All right, enough with the Matt Ryan comments. Enough. Everyone else stinks. I don't want to draft anybody. I don't have a tight end yet. Let's grab a tight end. Sick. Yay. Cool. Can we stack anybody here? Anyone feeling a little Hayden Hurst, Matt Ryan stack, huh? While we're just on board with the worst stacks of all time. I don't even have Dallas Goddard, Mike Kosicki, eh, Robert Tanyan. Eh. Actually, you know what? We don't even have a stack, but I'm going to take both Green Bay pass catchers. Such a bad move by me. Such a bad move. I'm, I'm betting on Aaron Rodgers coming back. Betting on Aaron Aaron Rodgers coming bike. I can't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm betting on Aaron Rodgers coming bike. but this is a bad move because Aaron Rodgers' touchdown rate was so high, and the two guys that benefited most from that happening was Adams and Tanyan. And uh, and when that comes down, those are the two that are going to suffer. So just another abysmal pick. I, I got thrown off once the Goddard pick happened. Like the rest of my draft just went downhill. It's like uh, you know the people that say like they're better at beer pong when they get drunker. Like I'm 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 way the opposite. Like once I started cu- having a couple drinks, I'm I'm fire from the beginning. Had a ton of like had a ton of like fifteen and zero twenty zero nights. You know I've actually had a two night a two night run back to back bike to bike parties where me and my partner started off like 16 and at the first party picked it up the next night it was like 27 and zero. uh i don't know what the fuck i was talking about how did i get into that oh yeah and uh i don't i just don't guess i don't get better as i get drunker despite what i just said that's like my draft right now dallas goddard was like the a double shot of tequila that just just, just ripped me downhill so the fuck the rest of this draft i'm pissed see you know here's the thing here's the thing you guys always tell me to use the queue. you guys always yell me to use the queue. the problem is all the people i'm drafting with are you guys you guys are all in the chat and drafting with me so you see me put players in the queue and then you take them from me you take everything i'm worth you take my whole self-worth so i can't i can't i can't put it in the queue i can't talk about the guys i want to take this is just a bad, a bad setup by me. Like, why did I think this was a good, going to be a good piece of content to put out weekly? This is the worst day of the week. This is the worst day of my life. How much does Gus Edwards' contract extension that just happened hurt Dobbins? Uh, I mean, it it wasn't unexpected. I would have, I would have been shocked if Edwards wasn't resigned. There's just, I mean, he already knows the offense. He's a good running back. He knows the system. Um, they clearly don't want to use Dobbins just pounding the rock on, on first and second downs. Um, so does it hurt his upside? I don't think, I don't think Gus Edwards hurts his upside as much as like just Lamar Jackson hurts his upside because Lamar Jackson takes so many carries. Lamar Jackson does not dump off the ball to the running backs. Uh, but Dobbins got a ton of goal line work last year. I'm not really concerned with Gus Edwards taking a lot like Dobbins will still get, you know, 50 to 60% of the goal line carries in an offense that should be on the goal line a lot. Um, So, yeah, for me, Dobbins' ceiling is more capped because of Lamar Jackson and his inability to throw to the running back position, Not, not necessarily Gus Edwards going 10 for 55 on a weekly basis. What else do we got? Uh... Make a stream delay. It is a little bit delayed, but the problem is, like, the draft picks are five minutes apart. All right, let's take a look at the board. Let's take a look at the board. Let's look at some of these teams overall. Oh, I'm four picks away. All right. Well, we just got to remember to go bike. You know what? Senate, outside of this miserable Tevin Coleman pick, I don't I don't hate your team. Do you have any quarterbacks? Have you just not taken? Oh, you have Kyler. Okay. Okay. Fourth round Kyler a little early, but I like how the team turned out overall. Taylor Dobbins. Not bad. Not bad. See, this is why I like this area of the draft to pick in, because you get two running backs. You get two running backs that you like a lot. Aaron Jones, Clyde over to Lair, Zeke and Najee Harris, and then you get to pair him with Julio Mike Evans. I don't know if I love that stack necessarily, but you get the point. From a team-building strategy, like, I really like it. Wow. Look at the—whoever f- drafted from the fourth spot, absolutely sharp as— sharp as a fucking—sharp as a fucking, fucking fuck. My brain just is not working no more. Oh, no. Talk about players after your selection. What does that mean? What do you mean, Koenig? Oh, talk about the guys I took. Yeah, I feel you. But he was talking about putting him in the queue so I don't forget. We have two quarterbacks. We need another tight end, kind of. Uh, Dude, I kind of like really like Emmanuel Sanders this year as a later round pick. I think he's going to have a bunch of good games with Josh Allen. I don't know why. It's a gut feeling. Let's look bike at the board. Yeah, this fourth spot is really, really nice. Saquon, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Kareem Hunt, Jalen Hurts. I actually really like how my team turned out after, after, uh, after all the f- actually through nine rounds. The team through nine rounds is nice. Everything after that, absolute, absolute trash, garbage. <laughs> That's what I expect from Monday. Uh, From Monday content. Yeah, Michael, I kind of just went over that. I don't know if you missed that or if it were just like really wildly delayed. Probably are.
1: Let's
0: see, let's see, let's see. That's fair. It's a fair point, you know, you're right. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to attack you. I only yell at you because it's my own insecurities talking out loud. Always remember that. Kirk, Josh. I should take Josh Reynolds, probably, right? Is he the wide receiver too in Tennessee? What about MVS? I feel like MVS pops off randomly if Aaron Rodgers is back. We're we just gonna, let's just do the whole Green Bay team without actually, um, without actually owning Aaron Rodgers. Should I? Oh, I know. We're just gonna do a Jordan Love stack. We're gonna pivot. We're gonna pivot. We're gonna go MVS later, and then we're gonna take Jordan Love. For now, though, Troutman will be the starter there. Yes. Uh. Yeah. I like I like Troutman as a late round guy. I think like I hope his buzz doesn't get too high. I feel like he's gonna be a problem. For a lot of people, people are just gonna be like obnoxiously picking him in like the eighth round. Like, I get it, but I mean, what did he do last year? Evan Silva put out a tweet that I I really was not a fan of. Drew watching from the toilet. Happy for you. Hope your poop's going well. I had two cups of coffee today and haven't had a poop yet. I don't I don't know about this. Uh Troutman from what's Evan Silva's name? Is it just Evan Silva? No, that ain't it. Adam Trent was a dominant receiving tight end at Dayton. Like, doesn't matter once you're in the NFL, and it was at Dayton. Saints traded four picks to move up for him in 2020 third round. He caught 15 and 16 targets as a rookie, like 16-target sample size. PFS highest graded run-blocking tight end in the league. I, I, It's just everything about it is such a small sample size. Like, he put up 170 receiving yards. Like, that's not, that's not good. It's not good. If he had put up like 350 receiving yards, I would have been I would have been like, okay, we have something to build on, but like 170 receiving yards. Let's see where Troutman ranks.
1: It's
0: behind Ryan Izzo and Durham Smythe. Adam Troutman, 171 receiving yards, ten games played. Yeah, like that. I mean, listen, like you could just pull all the small sample sizes you want. Like, do you want? Should I start doing a Farrell Brown thread? Caught fourteen of sixteen targets. Like, sick, dude! Fucking sick. That's which Patrick's season dead. Yeah, big dead. Trade him to me and Dinah. Trade him to me and go fade to me though, Cody. A Rob Swift twenty. Oh, that's just too much. Too many names and numbers for my brain right now starting to lose energy been filming for the last like two hours straight what's your thoughts on irv smith i I think he's a nice i think he's a nice uh he's a guy i'll have a lot of shares of if i don't get a tight end early like if i don't get kelsey second round kill or waller drop to the fourth round Pitts in the sixth round or something like that irv smith will probably be a guy i have a a decent amount of shares of for some reason like he got so much buzz the first two years of his of his NFL career for no reason while Kyle Rudolph was still there. And now I feel gone and his the buzz has completely fell off. He's like he's he's one of the very few options in a very pass pass funnel offense. It's gonna be him. He'll be the fourth option, obviously, which is a problem kind of, but like he'll have his boom games because he's super athletic. So you have, you know, Thielen um Thielen Jefferson Cook, and then it's Irv Smith there. And I feel like almost all of the targets are gonna go to one of those four guys. How we doing on YouTube? How we during? 303 people watching. What's up? But still half of you have not hit the thumbs up. Half of you have not hit the thumbs up. And it fucking shows. Oh, wow. We are super behind. That is craziness. Has Higgins fallen too far? Uh, no, I like I said earlier in the video, I don't think he's fallen too far. I think he's exactly where he needs to be going, and I think he's a he, I think he's a very good pick at the end of the fifth, early sixth round. You know exactly what you're getting with Higgins when you draft him. Low end wide receiver two, high wide receiver three. Have you wrapped your brain around 17 game pace and stats yet? No, I'm not even going to try. I'm going to keep it to 16 game pace and then put a little extra sprinkle sprinkle on top. I usually look at points per game anyways and stats per game, so like the end season results don't really matter to me. Yeah, per-game efficiency, volume, and uh, opportunity are much better indicators of everything anyways. All right, all right, we're bike on the clock. We have five running backs, six wide receivers. We have our two tight ends, so we have to round out the wide receiver position. Kirk, yeah. not with Rondell Moore and A.J. Green both being added, not with Julio being added, not with Elijah Moore being added. Not with Amon Rob, Rashad Perriman. Oh man, this is ugly. I guess I guess we're really gonna run up the MVS. Well, MVS stack action, Staction. I have way more Deshaun Jackson in best ball than I need to. Like a fucking ugly, concerning amount. This is ugly. This is ugly what's left here. It's real bad. Um. Okay, didn't need that. Didn't need you to take the guy, one of the guys I had in my queue, Simon. Ooh, Elijah Mitchell, spicy, spicy. See, the thing is, like, if I'm going to take four or five running backs... That's a very low volume of running backs to use. Um, I want to make damn sure that they're getting me points. So, like, Elijah Mitchell could end up being a zero for the year, like, for eight, ten weeks of the season. I just don't don't want to use one of my spots that way. I like Zacchaeus. I really, really do. So, let's just fucking stack it up. Let's just stack it up. We got Russell Gage, Zacchaeus. So, we've got the two best pass catchers in Atlanta on my team. Fuck what you heard about Ridley and Pitts. How high do you think Tannehill climbs in ADP? Uh he'll he'll start going where Burrow's going now, probably in the seven, eight, nine range. Depending on where Aaron Rodgers goes, I think he'll go like right behind right behind Hertz. I think Hertz is quarterback seven right now. And then Tannehill should be right behind him. Desiree. You're on the clock on my underdog draft. If you see, see, this is this is why I love underdog. Like, uh, Cody just sent me a new trade. It's gonna be so bad. Ooh. I get Des is patrick he gets I Smith Marset, the guy in the Vikings, who I actually just uh who I just picked up on the waiver wire. I might actually accept that trade. All right, Cody, I see you, dog. So with Underdog, basically I start, these are fast drafts. So Underdog has a bunch of different games that you could play in. You could do 12-team drafts, which are like your normal fantasy drafts that you would do in the summer. They also have six-team, they have three-team, they have eight-team, I believe, ten-team. They're a lot of fun. So depending on your scoring settings, if you want to do three teams and do like fucking a stacked-ass team, those are a lot of fun to draft in this is what I do. I literally join like 10 slow drafts and slow drafts are eight hours in between picks. And you might be like, why the fuck would you do an eight hour between picks? Cause I don't have time to sit here and just do fast drafts all the time. Otherwise I'm going to, you think I auto, like I'm, I'm, this is the only thing I'm doing in my life right now. I'm literally live streaming a fast draft and I still can't make the fucking picks on time. You think I, I'm going to do fast drafts outside of live streaming when I'm not paying attention to shit, when I'm, when I'm f- taking shits and stuff and I'm going to be able to pay attention. Absolutely not. So I literally start off these are all slow drafts. I have like 25 of them going right now. And uh, and basically, you're just on the clock. Every, uh, every like 10 minutes, you got a new pick. And you don't have to rush because you have eight hours in between picks. So that is my favorite thing to do. And in this draft, I'm in the fifth round. I started off Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, or Aaron Jones, A.J. Brown, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. So I have three really solid running backs there. And I'm probably going to fade running back now. And Cooper Cup is sitting there at the 5'7". And I love that. So he's my wide receiver, too. I'm on the clock and five other drafts. That's a problem. So that's my favorite thing to do. Again, if y'all are not signed up on underdog yet, I don't know. What is you doing? I don't know. What is you doing? How is Cam Newton going behind Taysom Hill? That's disgusting. Senate Senate. I'm so I'd like to say I'm disappointed in you, but I expect that from you at this point. Fucking 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 Senate, bro. You're out of the government. You're officially kicked out of the government. You're being what's the, what's the word impeached. You're fucking impeached from big dogs. Gotta eat forever from the brand. Um, Sign up on underdog. The link is, It'll take you straight to the app store, people. Download it. Throw $10 on there. Use the promo code BDGE when you deposit, and they're going to give you $25 completely fucking free on top of it. It's the best deal in in the fucking internet right now, outside of getting to follow me on Twitter for free. All right, so we're in the 18th round. We're seven picks away. We're coming down the home stretch, and we have how many wide receivers? we got eight wide receivers. So now I look at my team in the last round and say, hey, How are my quarterbacks turning out? How are my tight ends turning out? And there's a weak spot here. I think it's pretty fucking clearly the tight ends. Robert Tunyon and Troutman. So do I take a third tight end or do I take a ninth wide receiver? And You might be sitting there saying, why the fuck would you take a ninth wide receiver? And I would say, I don't know. I don't have a good reason to. How high am I on cup? Uh, have you watched any of our vlogs with animal in them? That's about how high I am on cup. FYI, it's your pick. Yeah, <laughs> Josh is fucking have PTSD. I have nightmares about that message. Will underdog come to Europe anytime soon? I have no idea. I have no idea what your gambling laws are. I'm up. I'm on the clock in so many picks. Senate. Senate, 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 Senate. Six running backs. What are you doing? I love this. Senate's just free money. Just free fucking... What do you do for work at Senate? What do you do for a living? Besides smoke weed. And donate money. I guess these are nice tax write-offs for you. You're just donating money to every draft. Copper Woods, how close are they to you? I mean, they're close, obviously. I can't sit here and be like, oh, I really think fucking... Cup's gonna blow them out. But I actually like Cup Overwoods this year. How do I get in one of your underdog drafts? I'm so happy you asked. So when I join these, when I uh, when I when I do these drafts, I do one of two things. I either post them into the Discord, our big dog's Discord, and the way you get into our Discord is via um, is via Patreon. So if you sign up on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash B D G E, you will get access to our discord which is where i drop the links to these drafts you get access to our rankings so you get our season long our dynasty our rookie rankings all year long um you get to join bdge dynasty league so if you're looking to start up in a uh, you're looking to get into a dynasty league with other people that are in the audience uh did eric ebron go off the board fuck good pick colby that was the only guy i really want i was really really hoping i can get eric ebron there you know what we're gonna do we're doing the fucking stack baby we're going full scale atlanta beautiful stack the four best pass catchers in atlanta are now on my team we have matt ryan we have russell gage we have alameda Zacchaeus. we have hayden hurst and i just put the rest of the league in a motherfucking hurst with that pick that's got to be the worst pick in the history of under like underdog llc that's the worst pick that's ever been made I i feel like i had to do it though um so, yes, how do you get into Underdog Drafts? You either sign up on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash bge, which gets you a ton of other perks. Uh, secondly, secondly, what you can do what you could do is uh, is join us on the texting platform. Uh, the number is linked down below. Actually, Community just kicked me off the platform because I was going to send you guys out a link to one of our drafts. I was about to send a link out to one of your drafts, and I said, keep your, keep your fingers itchy like poison ivy. And they kicked me off for uh, for talking about poison. They thought I was broadcasting something about poison. I was just trying to get you guys into fucking best ball drafts. And there you go. I'm kicked off a community. So the best way to get into them is on Patreon. If, uh, if that doesn't fill up, I will tweet out the links. But all right, y'all. Um, that's all we got for this draft. I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for jumping in if you did. Thank you for being in the live chat if you were. Make sure you are signed up on Underdog. Underdogfantasy.com, uh the link to the app both google ios any type of weird fucking phone you got out there link will take you straight to the app store download it throw 10 uh, throw 10 bucks down there if you use the promo code bdge they're gonna throw 25 dollars on top um and then you can come draft with me or not draft with me draft with people uh draft with people who won't be drafting hayden Hurst. yo Sarlik. I'm not on YouTube right now, so I don't actually know what this means. What symbol is this? What kind of money? Is that rupees? Is that yen? I'm more just concerned with the fact that it's $500 or 500 something. Can someone do the conversion rate? someone first tell me what the fuck that symbol is? And then second, what the conversion rate is at? Love your content, Nick. Keep up the grind. Thoughts on Saquon this year. Sorry, like, Yeah, so he's going to fall down to like the the bottom tier of the first group of running backs, because I'm, I'm concerned about the, the ACL. Cause not only did we uh, have the ACL, which is a serious injury, obviously. Um, but he needed to wait a month to have it actually repaired. So that moves the rehab timetable back a month. Cause they needed to work on his meniscus. They needed for that to, to get work done on and the swelling to go down before it. So, uh, Saquon, yes, definitely about impact, <laughs> man, about $7. Um, You guys are out of control. Stop. The, yeah, Saquon's going to drop down below like Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey, obviously, but I'm I'm still going to use a top five pick on him for sure. All right, y'all, I'm actually out. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're new. Make sure you download the Underdog app, and I'll see y'all tomorrow on our Safi Seconds
1: series. Goodbye.